drank the dark clouds deeper and ran the wild moon hunting alive with fur and feather as omen apparition we left the moon suspended and leapt back onto the ground Good evening and welcome to the Antipodean Arts Podcast. It's the 17th episode and I just want to take this moment to acknowledge country, to acknowledge where we sit tonight here in Kurilpa, across the beautiful Brisbane River, Miwa, in this hot, hot, muggy, sweaty Brisbane summer. I want to acknowledge all of the incredible, incredible spirits of place, the ancestors of place, and also those ancestors that are growing into their power. I also want to acknowledge tonight especially the animals of this beautiful land, and I want to send my love and my strength to all of them. Hello, Brodie Ann. Hi, darling. How are you? Oh, I'm a little bit like tired, but also present. Me too. (laughs) Yes. I think it it is. I feel like I've been like swimming all Mm. day. Like I've been walking through those walls of like heat. So that's kind of what I thought we'd talk about tonight because it is, you know, Nearly well, it, it's, it's high summer. Yep, it's probably the complete opposite uh, in terms of temperature to most of our listeners. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so y'all are well, we'll have celebrated Yule um, or be celebrating it as this comes out. Uh, however, your tradition goes, and you'll be getting ready for New Year's. So I'm assuming that it's it's beautiful and full of. All of those seasonal greetings and yeah. lovely warm cups of hot chocolate and by the fire. Obligations and family obligations and screaming and fighting and, and, <laughs> and stress. We have that here too, oh, only it's under the boiler. Like and it's hot. Yeah. And, pe- and people are like, let's eat a European Christmas meal. Oh my, we used to do that. I know. My, yeah. my, mm, yes, I used, I, as a child, I went to a few of those yep. and I was like, what are we doing? Yeah. I, that, like, like that side of the family would have proper like we European had Christmas. Oh, we had turkey yeah. and pig. Oh no, we didn't have pig. And bubble and squeak, <laughs> roast potatoes, so British. apple pie. So British. We had a big Christmas. We even had the fire going. Like that is bullshit. Oh yeah, there were there were chestnuts roasting on the fire, and this is <sighs> this is in. Isn't that for the Christmas Kilcoy. Christmas in July, people? Might tell my <laughs> nana that. No way. Um. But that was beautiful. We got to experience that. I wouldn't be able to cope with it now. It was too hot. I was always like, why is my mum so annoyed? Yeah. <laughs> because she's like, this is hell. Um, literally. L- literally. <laughs> with, the, with the parents-in-law. And then we would go to my mum's parents who lived on Bribie Island mm. near the Glasshouse Mountains. And they lived on the beach. Mm. And we would have an Aussie Christmas. So mm. Aussie Christmas with for like us kind of means prawns, yeah. salad, um, cold, cold beers, yeah, cold yeah, drinks, yeah, yeah, swimming yeah. all day, like eating too much, swimming, yeah. eating too much. It's swimming. more of a, it's more of a literally midsummer. Yes, like it's like an, it's like sensible people have adapted it. Yeah, rather than those stuck with tradition. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, <laughs> well, I'm not gonna 
like give myself cardiac arrest today. <laughs> I mean, might not be cooking those dead animals for like two days too. I, I, so that look, little that house is commitment. Works that is hot, discipline. That is diligent. Hot. That is mindful. Yorkshire puddings, gravy. And and multiple presents. We would write letters to Santa. We would put them up the tri- up the chimney. Honey, Santa doesn't exist. <gasps> <laughs> Shut up! Actually, Krampus visited me this year. Oh, because that was been a Were you I've naughty. Been a naughty. Did he naughty hit you girl. with the birch rods? Sure did. Did he shove coal up your butt? That was my present. <laughs> I know Actually, witches are like, "Hello, Krampus." Hi, Krampus. Um, yeah, I came into work and. Uh, Andrea had made uh, Krampus crackles. Oh. So it's Krampus coal, it's like black chocolate crackles mm. in little bags from, from Krampus. That's so adorable. I came into work and there was a note from Krampus too that had been left. It yeah. was amazing. I know he gave it to Andrea to leave for me. That's true. Yeah. Um, and I'm, and for those Antipodean listeners, um, like you, you and we are all focusing on Midsummer. Um, summer solstice time and mm. I'm like, do we pretend that? <laughs> no, I want to know. So how, I mean, it's going to look different wherever anyone's yeah, celebrating exactly, it. Yeah, exactly, how, I don't know if we've, d- I think I have done one summer I think solstice you were, I think ritual you were at that you. Wildwood one last yes, year. Yes, I was yeah. there. That was me. Yeah. And yeah. I think that makes a lot of magical sense then that you will be tending for one of the vessels this year. Oh. Because if you think about who was like, I, maybe I shouldn't even say because it's kind of private. But no, anyway, hundred percent. But, but I can I say that, that. But I but I can say that in the wildwood tradition at Midsummer, our, our mythos is that um, the young god has two faces. He has the wolf and the stag, and that at the height and the zenith of the sun, we can easily access this particular part of the story, which is that the wolf comes out of the darkest depths of wildwood, and it is inevitable. It, it is inevitable, it is fateful that the stag will fall. Like mm. they battle, they kind of wrestle love. It's like it's Sexy not wrestling. it's not hostile or hateful. It's a it's quite sensual actually. Mm. And and the stag is wounded. And it is it is connected to the idea that yes, the sun stands still, like solstice. Yes, the sun stands still at the zenith, but the sun this is it. Yeah. This is done. Mm. Like this is the pinnacle. We'll never be that full again. Yeah, this is this is the zenith. We we are and but in but in our bioregion and along the east coast of Australia, it's also a time of like terror for us. Mm-hmm. Like we like prayers of um, protection from fire. Yeah, prayers of protection from flood, storms. <laughs> so storms, we have here yeah. in, in Queensland storm season. Um, Although it's gone a bit wonky. it's Well, this year, it's anyone's guess. Yes. But generally, ever since we were kids, you sort of have this build-up of, yeah. like, um, pressure in the atmosphere. Yeah. And it's usually um, notoriously hot and still mm. during the day, and it builds to a huge thunderstorm in the mm. afternoon. Well, that used to be the pattern. It's not so much anymore. But, yeah, we've got danger from from hail and lightning, and the lightning can, can cause uh, brush fire here as mm-hmm. well. So Especially when it's... Lightning and wind and thunder and yeah. no rain and no water. Yeah, we'd like that bit too. Yeah, um, but yeah, it looks a l- very different, I guess, from mm. from what other people are celebrating at this yeah. time of year. Um, I'm trying to think what I'm going to be doing. I mean, apart from the the mm-hmm. public ritual, what what will you be doing at home? I'm trying to think of what I'm going to be doing in, within my I, magical dwelling. I well, I don't do so much at home other mm. than. I'm constantly praying like the entire week that's kind of leading up to the solstice and uh, like the other side of the solstice. I constantly am doing workings and protection and prayer, mm-hmm. like speaking to the the rain and the clouds mm-hmm. and the rivers and the 
and like speaking mm. like and also listening like listening like because it's such a precarious and dangerous time i'm like listening yeah. and like what is going on but already you know the the like there are just like sydney i read an article today that apparently people who live in sydney should just get used to the fact that their entire city is covered in ash and you can't see through it i heard that too like that all summer that this, you should just be, especially this summer yeah. they said that that's it for the rest of which is distressing it's because very scary. There, my, I have several beloveds down there who are like, it is hard to breathe. Mm. Like we cannot go outside. Like sometimes, like you cannot see like two meters in front of you. Mm. The sun is blood red. Like yep. it's just so. The like, moon was red. I know. Last night. It's so scary. And and yet those fire. Like what I've been noticing and listening to other wise people. Like I can't remember who it was, but I was down in Campbelltown teaching a workshop with my friend Sal and someone there mentioned because we we had asked them to write letters to the fires as sovereign creatures and someone had contemplated on the fact that actually we know that this is fire season. Mm. It is normal and natural. What is not normal and natural is the unraveling of the warp and weft that catches the fire. Yeah. Like it is so dry. Where is the rain? Mm. I mean Recently, there was a unified nation dance of like hundreds of nations from all over Australia, indigenous nations doing ceremony and dance. And that day it rained and stormed it in most places crazy. <laughs> um, because that, that shit works and, and, mm-hmm. and the old people listen. Um, and and climate change is also very real. So it's like rain. It's like I remember as a kid, I used to do so much weather work. Like mm. there was a spell from like I even remember exactly where it's from even though this is like 20 years ago it's from a book called Spells for Teenage Witches by Marina Baker it had an orange cover I got it at Angus and Robertson love that and you get a ceramic bowl and a blue birthday candle and you fill up the the bowl to like halfway up to the birthday candle which you like affix you know with wax to the bottom previously Mm. before pouring the water in then you light it and in a you know in a scented state you say Nimbostratus Kamala Nimbus, bring me the jewel of rain. Nimbostratus Kamala Nimbus, only for a day. Nimbostratus Kamala Nimbus, bring me the jewel of rain. Nimbostratus Kamala Nimbus, and please go away. Like it was only to bring rain for a day, Ooh. but I've changed that over time. And basically, I do that and I rock and I pray to the cloud spirits. And in that way, it's different. It's not like oh, it's not like a magician commanding. No. It's like I'm just rocking praying to the Nimbostratus and Kamala Nimbus, the storm clouds to come and gather and praying because of course they have their own agency too. And it's like, it's like weather work. I used to be um, very focused on it. um, Even as like, not just as a like adolescent, which like trying to see if I could make things, you know, as all young witches try to do, we try to see if it works, right? Mm. Like I was like trying every spell in every fucking book because I wanted to see if it worked. Mm. It wasn't, I was, it was like, let's see if this shit works. And that's, I'm still here doing it (laughs) because it works. Um, But I've refined my way with weather magic because it works. I've seen some disastrous uh, consequences because weather spirits like time. So I remember I used to do when Wildwood in this city would do every fucking festival and every full moon um, during storm season, I'd be freaking out. I'd be like, oh, we can't be rained out. Mm -hmm. And then so I would go to them and I would pray. I would actually fly out of my body or like what you know what I mean I would go up and I would say hey I I would like to request that you don't rain from this time to this time and boy did they keep it because sometimes if we went over the time that I had said which is stupid yeah 
they would shit on us. <laughs> and in some and sometimes in dramatic fashion, which they would laugh. I could just oh, I you could can hear, hear it. it. Oh yeah. And so these days, like I don't do it anymore. I'm just like, I'll hire a hall. <laughs> yeah. Because on the on in seasons where I think it's, you know, probably more likely. But I don't know, like rain just it seems to, where are you? Yeah. <laughs> where are you, Rain? The, I, well, even walking this morning, the ground, there's no give. Mm. It's like concrete in that there's no <sighs> spring in any step. Yeah. It's crunchy. Yeah. It's moment. just the, the earth is parched and mm. calling for it. Yeah. I'm... Doing my best. Normally I would have a second lot of um, herbs and vegetables that would grow around this time and I would be harvesting those and, and keeping them over the end of summer. But I've had to let a lot of things go yeah. because I just can't – I don't want to waste that yeah, much water. Exactly. And it's a 50-50 chance of yield on, on veggies. Yeah. I'm going to concentrate on the magical herbs and yeah. dedicate my water to them and try and keep them going. And a couple of my precious pot plants that belong to my Nana that I can't let die. And the rest I'm going to have to leave because I'm filling, I tipped over a huge pot that I always have um, vegetables and things in and filled it up with water the other day. Got Damien to help me plug the bottom of it, put it out in the front garden and filled it up with liters and liters and liters of water mm. so birds and um we've got possums and things can get some water because there's no local black water supply the creek's dried up everything's dry over there so i'm, I'm sacrificing mm. some of my harvest mm. and um yeah trying to put as much water as i can into other things mm. even just using it within our homes like reusing bath water Oh yeah, I do that all the time. All of that well, sort of thing. We I should have all baths be doing it very guys. rarely. Yeah. But but when I do, I'm that freak who leaves it in there and oh, then yeah. goes gets a bucket. Oh yeah. Like I grew up with my mother. Like it, I have no other. Ch- I had no other chance to be any other way. <laughs> but recently, my my housemates installed a grey water hose because awesome. and we've just put we put it out in the grass because yeah. that grass is grey. Yeah. <laughs> and so I was watching someone did their laundry the other day and I was looking at it and I was like, oh my God, the grass is green. Yeah, like just from just that, that spot, just from that reused water, which we should all be reusing. Yeah. Um, but just to kind of pivot, um, <laughs> 2019. It's over. Wh- what a what year. Happened? What a year. Like I <laughs> moved back to Brisbane like a year ago. All of this happened? All of this the happened. Podcast. Thousands of downloads. Thank you so much. Like, like I feel like you and I were just like, let's do this thing, let's do this thing. We'll see if it's... And now episode 17 and like <sighs> several guests in the pipeline and people like wanting to come onto our show because we're cool. <laughs> <laughs> if you say so. You make me feel cooler for you. <laughs> Look, fake it till you make it. Love it. And also fuck it. Like just... Also, I think it's good to just like... Like, feel good about yourself. It's it's actually a beautiful thing. And it's <laughs> said the Leo. Said the Leo. But that's what and I'm Libran. And a Libran. Yeah, you make me Another feel Libra- sassy. I love that. Thank yeah. you. You do too. Yeah. And I feel very magical when I'm with you. Um, always. I yeah. think it was our, our previous guest, Lily, that mm-hmm. was saying, you know, she was worrying about the podcast too. Mm-hmm. And she's like me, with, again, another Libran. Libran. <laughs> always worried about and what I was people like, you know are what? thinking. I stopped listening to yeah. myself talk. I don't mind. I feel vulnerable. I feel even more nervous than I did when I was recording as a yeah. vocalist because it's so personal. But at the same time, I 
fucking love doing this and yeah. I fucking love podcasts and all the ones yeah, I you love. Yeah, you are the podcast queen. All the ones that I listen to. I mean, this is exactly what it's like. Yeah. So I'm just blessed to get to do it. Hashtag blessed. Hash, hash, hashtag. Hashtag too blessed to be stressed. Too blessed to be stressed. Is that what you said? Yeah, too blessed to be stressed. I haven't heard that. Too blessed to be stressed. Stop saying that at me and looking at me like that. <laughs> um, but yeah, what she was it, saying it's a good like ego killer. It's a great chance to just oh, totally speak and let our let our magic flow exactly. and just be ourselves because it's who we like. We just be who we be. Yeah, and I just want to like as I do in the shop. I feel like a lot of uh, this. No, I know it is, is about engaging with community and about encouraging other people um, to experience magic and yeah. to understand what it's like to be a witch in Brisbane was like a goal. So I'm yeah. so excited and, about and that. That's the, and that's been the bulk of the feedback. Yeah. Like from the people in Australia. Yeah. Other than those amazing people in the Northern Hemisphere who just go, we just like, the, the feedback I got from them when I was there was like, we just like your style. I just want to like listen to you guys <laughs> we, swear. Yeah. Like you swear a lot. You're like, you're like natural. You're like, Authentic. Because I know I'm hyperventilating before each episode. <laughs> no. You're weird. No, I look. I think we. I think we've got something going, and I'm and I'm pleased that you know. I think we. St- I think our first episode was a Sawan episode, mm, and here we are. So that is our proper yeah, New Year's, and, and now we're doing Gregorian New Year, Muggle New Year, and there is some tradition around that. Like there there's Hogmanay's Eve, yes. and that's a very special tradition. Like what I know that you inherited some traditions from your one side of your family. Yes, my um, my English Irish Scots nana. She um, had a tradition when we were young. My grandfather used to play the tall, dark man that would knock on our door at one stroke after midnight, and he would have to knock thrice, and then we would let him across the threshold, and he would carry with him things that would instill those qualities in our household for the next twelve months. So. It's a piece of coal from the old country, a bit of bread that was like fossilized. I still have it. I can't believe it's alive. I don't know how this happened. Probably because it was stored with the salt, mm. but it's a rock of bread, um, a big chunk of salt and um, a silver penny. Mm. I've added things that are important from mm. both uh, grandparents. All my grandparents have mm. passed now, but I still have that box of, of uh, goodies mm-hmm. that was passed to me when she died. And now Damien takes mm. that that role, takes that place. So, and I know that they, that there, I've found the folklore that, that follows this yes. line where it originally comes from. Yeah. And now I realise it's this beautiful magical tradition that was given to me that we still do. I insist on it being done when we move into a house, but literally years is when it happens. Yes, and literally you are doing this thing that for generations. You are literally keeping this thing, mm. this red thread of magic, which is so powerful and is important and mm. you know i imagine that you will pass it to your niece i 100 percent will yeah you know, I, because I, you want this shit to keep going because yeah. it accumulates power and virtue yeah and it keep and it takes and it's and a I way think the it ancestors was something take that, care. that like i was made fun of even for wanting to continue i'm mean, the only i'm the only person in my family that is this way inclined your, your mother and your sister appreciate you oh they sure do yeah. but i think i remember when i was insisting on carrying on the tradition yeah. I was still quite young and and what I probably wasn't completely out of the broom closet in mm. front of them. They knew I was weird. <laughs> windswept and interesting. <laughs> Heath Cliff, it's me, it's Kathy, I've come home. <laughs> so, yeah, but I'm glad I have continued it and now it yeah. is something that I will pass on. Um, I'm, I'm actually, it's funny we're talking about this. So this year's the first year 
I made a conscious decision not to put up my Yule tree, mm. not to do because I think I was saying before I've always doubled up. You've always doubled up because I enjoy marking the end of the year, and it is yeah. it, for me. You know, the end of the year it means taking out the Christmas tree and putting yeah. that up, and all the blah. things that go along with that. Blah, blah, blah. No, I love you, but blah. But blah, I totally get it. So. Um, it's my evergreen Yule. I, I love it. It's black. I bought it from Target like seven years ago. Had to pay it off. I lay by it. I saw a pitch the other day online. Everyone's like, oh, black trees are in. And I'm like, fuck off. How long I've been doing that? Anyway, back to my awesome treat. I decided this year not to, um, to put it up. And then I will, we've got a little Christmas tree, uh-huh. a beautiful Christmas tree. My sister's put up at her house uh-huh. for my niece. Uh-huh. So she has her first tree. Sure. And I, that's where I will enjoy that with them. Yeah. But in my household, it's just all Letha. Yeah. It's just all summer sauce. Yeah. I, um, I used to put up when, I, when I'm actually fucking in the country for our Yule in, 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 at the end of June, I well, put yeah. up a tree. I'm going to only yeah. do it in, in, in the middle of the year now. I burn and a fucking I, new I log in the middle it. of the year. I, I've yeah. always done the log part yeah. for winter solstice, but I've never had the tree. And that's what I'm going to do. Yeah. So it was a big thing because it's, I don't know, something I've always done. I felt almost guilty. Like I could hear my grandma like 1st of December. Mm. Like that was mm. the fact that it, I wasn't doing it on that the, on the Sunday. I, yeah. I felt guilty. Yeah. But I've also just moved again this year. Mm. And the thought of taking all those fucking boxes out while it's so hot, mm. I just cried. I didn't want to do it. I gave up. Yeah. I'm going to do it when it's cold. <laughs> so it's going to be, a, it, well, it's been a different time, end of yeah. the year. I won't have my tree and my lights and stuff up for yeah. New Year's, but. I have I have a, um, oh, yeah, it's fine. I have, I have a friend um, who has, um, is raising a daughter and um, they kind of have their own like, Customs for Ooh. for for midsummer to so 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 that the the kid gets to have all the joy of getting presents, but in in a context that makes sense because because this that. kid is raised with paganism, you know, and yeah. is we're very aware of that yeah. and loves it, and so they get solstice fay, and they oh. also get to like run around and find where their fay hid their um hid their gifts in the garden. Oh, I love that, and you know, like like like. Praising the sun and pra- you know praising the the herbs, something that um I do have this one thing that I kind of always do, which is St John's Wort, mm. because in um the the Christian liturgical festival that is sometimes associated with um the summer solstice is St John's Day, which yeah. is across the liturgical calendar from um Christ Mass or Christmas, and both St John and Christ are the only two figures in the Catholic Church that are venerated on their birthdays. Every other saint is venerated on the day they died and became a saint and were and were and were elevated into heaven. Oh. So that's really interesting. And yeah. there have all been these old plays throughout um throughout Europe of Christ and St John kind of adversarial reminds me of something. Mystery plays. Yeah, reminds me their mama's plays. Mama's plays. Reminds me of like Oak and Holly. Yes. And so and so St jo- St John's people would in different parts of um the British Isles and Ireland and Western Europe would go and pick St John's wort um on St. John's feast day, which mm. is like the, I think, is it, is it like June 25th, but like their midsummer. So our midsummer, I have this thing about St. John's wort, oh, I like that. which is like a, you know, a powerful healing mm. plant. So 
I usually try to go get some of that. And I also like, like with every feast, like I look around, I'm like, well, what, what's going on with the native peeps? Like the, like the flora and fauna, like what, what flowers are in bloom? What insects am I noticing? What sounds are the possums making? Cause fuck the, like the possums around my house right now. I love, like I'll wake up in the, (laughs) in the middle of the night and I'll go, cause we leave our, our dividing doors just wide open to our like beautiful veranda. Uh, Um, and is it called a veranda? I yeah, a veranda. Yeah, thank you. I'm like, what is that called, that space? I spent too much time elsewhere. In a, yeah, I was going to say, um, are you talking about the porch? Yeah, or? I'm like, I didn't know what it was called. I was like, <laughs> I don't know anymore. And then sometimes, like, I'll be at, like, 2 a.m. trying to go to the toilet. And then I'll walk into the kitchen and <laughs> paused over with, paused over in the kitchen looking like, is this fucking brushed out possum with shining eyes in the dark? And I'm like, and I'm, I usually go, boo. And it just like runs because it's coming in to get my fucking bananas. Yeah, it loves the fruit bowl. It's their favorite. I'm like, get out. <laughs> I think it's like um, raccoons. Have yeah. people have that that same thing? Yeah, with the, like- the trash pandas. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they're like, with their little bandit hands. <laughs> they're they're like, so cute. Oh, I know. And also, I love playing with possums like fucking with their heads like because they're so they're so nifty and clever mm. like they can they're fucking they're, they're just <gasps> you just reminded me there's a dead possum on the way to my bus and i mean he's, he's really dried out now and his skull is like i flipped it and put it underneath the bus stop what would you i can't forgot it for, forgot it i can't forget it when sidewalk I get off the sorcery bus. moment mm. what would you what would you work magically work a possum skull with well Someone made me a very, very beautiful – now, I, I wouldn't even want to call it a dream catcher, but it was like a sacred geometry wheel that they had made with this gorgeous thread and it had a possum skull in the centre of it and um, it was intense mm. and they are mischievous and they are smart, but they're mm. also – it's kind of like how people have that same um, mythology – uh, with foxes mm. so that they're I hate when people call them just sly but they're the best mothers mm. the vixens and, and are incredible mothers and it's the same with possums they are that's true they're incredible family they will defend their young oh my goodness and screech at you yeah I will also go to war with them yeah. over my veggies yeah. now we've had battles mm-hmm. well I mean really I feel like we share the city like if there's a species because obviously humans are fucking everywhere like yeah. a plague if we share this city with anything it's the fucking possum I think so <laughs> I remember I was working in this restaurant in the valley and we had a um uh, where was he from I think he was from Norway or Sweden or something mm. a guy working in the kitchen Skanderweja Skanderweja gorgeous Nordic guy <laughs> and he came in he was staying at, a, at like a share house backpackers thing in in the valley uh-huh. and he came in rattled one morning like really freaked out and he mm. looked he looked like he had no sleep mm. and he was like oh my I'm not gonna try and do it I'm not gonna insult our listeners with a terrible accent yeah. but he was like oh my goodness there was the biggest <laughs> rat <laughs> I have ever seen they are in my bedroom rats. last night. Like he'd never seen it. I said, that's a possum. Yeah. He's like, what's a possum? <laughs> he thought that literally this thing, he's like a meter long rat had come into his bedroom. Oh. He spent the whole night like curled up in one side of his bed <laughs> with this thing eating his food, sitting at the other end of the bedroom, just like, oh, yeah, precious, possums. Precious. Giant rat. I used Welcome to, to our life. I used to live in like the where Red Hill and Ash, like the border of Red Hill and Ashgrove, mm. like back in 2009, 2010. And um, 
still pretty scrubby then. Yeah. And I remember waking up one night because I always slept with the fucking window wide open and I was in my bed and my bed was right <laughs> against the door, the wall with the window and there was a peach tree next to it. And so, and so I wake up one night and I hear this <laughs> like that <sound. laughs> and I turn over and there's just a fucking giant po- giant possum with a baby. Oh. And this is at Imolk time, interesting. Yeah. Because with a baby on her back going. And I just went, ugh. And I just, I was like, I literally just turned over and went back to bed. Didn't, didn't close the window. I was just like, wow. On In retrospect, that's a super Australian thing to do. Yeah, like is. I just didn't even give a shit. Yeah. I was like, cool. Whatever. Just don't come onto my bed. Yeah. It's too hot. Move. Get away. <laughs> Well, I mean, well, it was Imolk, so it wasn't really hot. But you, know, but, but I was just like, but I was just like, girl, like, whatever. <laughs> like, it's just possums. <laughs> I'm just so used to them. Like, they're just always there. <laughs> I often think about, I mean, more in Tassie than anywhere else, but, I mean, it would have been here too. Imagine people hearing possums, like, fucking and fighting for the first time. Yeah. It's the same with listening to uh, Tassie Devils Devils. in the wild. Like, no wonder people thought that was Van Diemen's Land. Koalas. Koalas is terrifying (laughs) when they go off. Quals. Quals. All of our things make terrible noises. But in the middle of the night, it genuinely sounds like a demon. Oh, yeah, they are demons. Delicious. Little she-beasts. Oh, I love it. (laughs) (laughs) This is this is our possum. <gasps> Let us tell the north of the equator people about our beloved childhood book, Possum Magic. Oh come on! Everyone needs to read Possum. Everyone needs Possum Magic, magic in their life. Oh my it's god! It's a beautifully illustrated picture book that we grew up with here. Oh. Is it? Is it Mem Fox? Mem Fox. Oh, Mem Fox. About a beautiful possum, grandmother possum, who is magic. She's a she's a witch mm. shapeshifter, and her grandbaby. Yeah. Um, What's the baby's name? Oh, love? Dal? Dal? Sweetie. <laughs> Sweetie boy? I don't remember. But then, yeah, they make it. I don't want to spoil it for you. It's just a but very, very good book. It's a beautiful book yeah. about Australia. Yeah, and about possums. <laughs> and magic. And also, I would be like, I'm aware that people who are living in North America would be like, wait, you, you're talking about possums like, like they're really opossums? cute. <laughs> And I'm like, yeah, because they're because their opossums are. Su- I mean, I've I heard they're really cute, are really cute, but they but do I haven't lived with look them. like engorged rats because they have Aww. those pointy faces. Yeah, but they've got really cute, like round ears and like white. That's like, true. Gray faces they are the, and great. That's gray true. Fingers. They are kind of cute. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't know. I think I think so many animals are cute. <laughs> yeah, like naked mole rats. Oh no, maybe not. <laughs> Anyway, so this is this is our last episode for the year 2019. Oh my goodness. So I it am has just, been a big year. It has been a huge fucking yeah. year. May 2020 bring the revolution fully. Oh, I love that. Bring the Velvet <laughs> Revolution. And um we're back in the twenties, darling. Yeah. Oh yeah. Gonna get my, my flapper sass on. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's exactly what it sounds like. <laughs> I'm not even gonna Oh, Brody, yeah, that was the best. Yeah, my flapper sass. Okay, well, may you all 
possess flapper sass. Hashtag flapper sass. Hashtag, what did you say before? Hashtag, no, that's bull. I don't even want to repeat it because it's so, it's <laughs> so, so ridiculous. But everyone should hashtag flapper sass. Yes. Um, if, if, you, if you like this I, podcast, I expect to see hashtag, hashtag flapper sass. Flapper sass. I have seen Fields Charleston, by the way, and it is <laughs> fucking stupendous. It's mean. If anything deserves I could, I could a hashtag. I could buildings over with that fucking Charleston. <laughs> we might have to film yeah, it and put it up for that's folks. Right. Just to just cap off their year for yeah. them. Love you. Love everyone. Have an incredible, incredible rest of your uh, 2019 and we will see you in 2020, baby. Bye, doll. Bye. We lay upon the hill that lay beneath the wolf sky without the dark clouds falling and omen apparition and with the thunder rolling how preceded the storm we lay beneath the wolf sky This has been the Antipodean Arts Podcast. Music by Wendy Rule. The song is Wolf Sky.